Tonight, Kathleen Kennedy isn't going anywhere. Star Trek is history. And remember Cliff Simon. All that and more on the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 118 of Multiverse Tonight, the sci-fi edition. I'm, of course, your host, Thomas Townley. And uh, what can I say? It's a very wet, rainy day, end of end of March, you know, still waiting to get my, my stimulus and all that. Um, but... Uh, I have an interesting little piece of news. This isn't really fit with the rest of the show, so I thought I'd put it here at the beginning. Um, Krispy Kreme is offering an incentive for individuals to get vaccinated as soon as possible, free donuts. Well, Krispy Kreme uh, already has given away free donuts in early March and again on St. Patrick's Day, but beginning today, any vaccinated person can go to a Krispy Kreme and show the staff their COVID-19 vaccination card and receive one free glazed donut. People can make good on this deal on any day, at any time, and as many times as they like throughout the week. However, the offer is only good through the end of this year, 2021. So the earlier you get your vaccine, the more days you can take advantage of the Krispy Kreme deal. Now, me, myself, and I, I, do, I don't have a Krispy Kreme right, in, right, you know, close by. But, uh, you know, it's a good de- deal, maybe... Maybe if I'm in, you know, Wichita, I should uh, go past go past there and make make them make good on their offer. Um, anyway, there, you know, not a lot of of stuff to report on personally. So let's go on with the Star Wars news. Roger, Roger. Sorry for those of you who don't want to have Kathleen Kennedy in charge of Lucasfilm, but she's not going anywhere. Disney CEO Bob Chopek, during the 2021 annual shareholders meeting, voiced his support for Ms. Kennedy after an aggressive question from a shareholder on if he plans on firing Kennedy in favor of John Favreau. Chopek replied, quote, We look forward to having Kathy directing the activities of the entire Lucasfilm operation for many years to come, unquote. In other words, Unless things get totally messed up, she's not going anywhere soon. They like her. Sorry, Charlie. Uh, Besides that, Mr. Chopek also reported that Disney Plus has passed a huge milestone in its growth, saying, quote, The enormous success of Disney Plus, which has now surpassed 100 million subscribers, has inspired us to be even more ambitious and to significantly increase our investment in the development of high-quality content. The, uh, in fact, we set a chart, a target of a hundred new titles per year that includes Disney animation, Disney live action, Marvel, Star Wars, and new, and National Geographic. 
Our direct consumer business is the company's top priority, and our robust pipeline of content will continue to fuel its growth. Unquote. In other words, we're going to see a lot more original content. So, you know, well, that's good. You know, that's really good. Uh, unless you, unless you're someone who's already overloaded with content. So, uh, get ready for a new golden age of content. Delray Books has announced a new t novel that ties in to Star Wars Visions, the first anime crossover for the franchise. In a statement, they posted, quote, This year, Star Wars Visions will bring a all new creative takes on Star Wars from the world's best anime creators. Coming October 12th, an original novel inspired by one of those anime tales, a Star Wars book quite like unlike any before it. The book will be titled Ronin and will be penned by Star Wars newcomer Emma Mirko Kandon. This is not a novelization, this is an original novel, and to tell it, we're so thrilled to have a vibrant new voice in Emma Miko Kandon joining the Star Wars author family. We can't wait to share more of Emma's story with you soon. Unquote. Now, there will be no Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch playing Grand Admiral Thrawn. The actor, in an interview with Collider, has said that was asked if he had heard about the fan interest in him playing the little-known Star Wars Grand Admiral from the Timothy Zahn novels. First off, he doesn't know who, what, who the character is. Secondly, after being informed by the interviewer about the fact that the character has blue skin, Cumberbatch said, quote, That's a straight no from me right now. There's no way I want to be turned blue. I turned the air blue very recently. No, no, seriously. I have precious time with my children, and I think sitting in a makeup chair and being painted blue, and the amount of time it would take to do that, and then take it off at the end of the day, might just, it, it's not the right time in my life for that, unquote. In other words, he only wants to be mentally blue, not physically blue. So, you know, maybe another day. The Mandalorian Ultimate Visual Guide and... The Mandalorian original novel have been cancelled, and no, this isn't a Cara Dune thing. Or is it? Who knows? Uh, the explanations that have been given have been that with the, quote, ever-expanding world of the Mandalorian, unquote, the books will not be published as the story continues to unfold on screen. So, take that however you want to take it, but, you know, they're just going to hold off to put uh, stuff like that out. Disney Plus is adding more classic Star Wars shows and TV movies in April. Added to the service will be the 2003 Star Wars uh, series, Star Wars uh, Clone Wars series developed by Gendy Tartakovsky, the 1985 Star Wars Ewoks cartoon, and the 1984 movie Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure, and the sequel Ewoks The Battle for Endor, and the Boba Fett cartoon segment that was part of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Which was probably the best part of the Holiday Special. Unless you want to see uh, Harvey Corman over and over again. Trust me. Uh, I, I've seen it. I, I have, you know, the uh, Rift Tracks version of the Holiday Special. It is, it is, you know. It's, it's like a sweet tart. It's bitter and sweet all at the same time. Anyway, let's go on to the Star Trek news. 
Looks like Star Trek project creators Kevin and Dan Hageman are doing such a good job at CBS Studios as the Emmy award-winning duo has been signed to an exclusive overall deal with the Star Trek studio. Under the pact, the Hagemans will continue on Prodigy and exclusively work with the studio to create and develop other new TV projects. Right now, the brothers are working on the sequel to, to Guillermo del Toro's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and the live-action Dragon's Lair movie. In the statement, brothers said, quote, We're overjoyed about our opportunity to work closely with David Staff and his entire team at CBS Studios. Since Alex Kurtzman made our introduction, we have felt nothing but trust and support while collaborating on Star Trek Prodigy. Not only are we anticipating big things in animation, but the possibilities in the live-action space have us very excited as well, unquote. You know, I, I would still, you know, I, I would feel better about, about those two if I... If we had some actual footage from Star Trek Prodigy to, you know, kind of assuage any fears about what that show is and what, you know, what else they might get into. So, you know, watch this space. The History Channel will be taking a closer look at the Star Trek franchise as they have ordered a new eight-part docuseries from the Nacelle Company called The Center Seat, 55 Years of Star Trek. Brian Volkweiss, the creator of Netflix's The Toys That Made Us and The Movies That Made Us, will direct, he previously directed the 50 Years of Star Trek special that the History Channel aired back in 2016. The series will look at pivotal moments in the franchise's history, like the inception at Desilu and the recent film and TV adaptations. Each episode will also feature interviews with cast, crew, and experts, and will also delve into such things as the animated series and Star Trek Phase Two, the series that almost was. In a statement, Volkweiss said, quote, Star Trek, from before I was 10 years old, gave me the closest thing I have to a code to follow in my life. If it wasn't for the words, I don't believe in the no-win scenario, I'd be very alone, broke, and miserable in this world. So to say this is a passion project would be a tremendous understatement, unquote. Now, here's an interesting fact. Wesley Snipes was almost cast as Geordie LaForge in the Star Trek The Next Generation. Snipes confirmed that fact in a new interview with Collider for the release of Coming to America. The Blade actor said, quote, Yes, that is true. I don't think it was in the 80s, yeah. I think that was in the 80s, yeah and was disappointed that I didn't get it. Not as disappointed as I was not getting the role in the first Coming to America, but that actually turned out pretty good, because I think if I had gotten the role, that I would have been intelligent more than film, and maybe would ha have been never gotten a chance to do everything else I've done, unquote. But he holds no will ill, told LeVar, uh, adding, quote, Yes, that's how I remember it. Yeah, it was close. But yeah, a greater actor than I went on to make it famous. I applaud him, my friend. Great and wonderful. Unquote. You know, somewhere there's an alternate universe where that happened. Well, let's go find it. Production on Star Trek Strange New World is underway, and some new cast members were announced. Joining series stars Anson Mount, Rebecca Romaine, and Ethan Peck will be Babs Olmustfikin, Christina Chong, Celia Rose, Gooding, Jess Bush, and Melissa Navia. Now, no word on what characters they'll be playing, but we know that Akiva Goldsman is still writing the script. And they uh, have just pretty much gone into production, so you know, that's something to look forward to. 
Mr. Spock will be getting his life story told with Titan Books, The Autobiography of Mr. Spock. This book is, quote, edited, is, quote, uh, edited, unquote, by Una McCormick, who also did the writing for the autobiography of Catherine Janeway. The book will, quote, be the fictional autobiography of the iconic Star Trek character told in his own words and telling the story of his life, including his difficult childhood, his adventures on the Enterprise, and his death and resurrection on the Genesis planet. The autobiography of Mr. Spock tells the story of one of Starfleet's finest officers and one of the Federation's most celebrated citizens. Half-human, half-Vulcan, the book, written in Spock's own words, follows his difficult childhood on the planet Vulcan, his controversial enrollment at Starfleet Academy, his adventures with Captain Kirk and the crew of the Starship Enterprise, his diplomatic triumphs with the Klingons and Romulans, and his death and amazing resurrection on the Genesis planet. We meet the friends he's made, the women he loved, and experience the triumphs and tragedies of a life and career that spanned a century. Despite his alien blood, his struggle to find his place in the universe is one he, we can all relate to. Unquote. The book goes on sale on September 7th. Now, speaking of uh, Spock, Poston has declared March 26th Leonard Nimoy Day. Now, Nimoy is a native of Boston, having been born there in 1931. March 26th will be the birth date of the late actor. The proclamation reads, Whereas we are here today to express special recognition to the late Leonard Nimoy, who was born in the West End 90 years ago on March 26, 1931, and whereas Leonard Nimoy nurtured his acting talent through the neighborhood at the Elizabeth Peabody House and the West End Boys Club, in his teens, he received a summer scholarship for acting lessons at Boston College, and whereas, receiving an honorary degree from Boston University, Leonard Nimoy brought honor upon his native city with his accomplishments as an actor, writer, producer, director, poet, photographer, and philanthropist. And whereas, he, was worked, he has worked for the betterment of his community by contributing to cancer research and to the financial aid for arts and telescopic re space research, and whereas Leonard Nimoy, through the fictional character Mr. Spock, half-human, half-Vulcan, gave the immigrant, the refugee, and the oppressed a hero for the outsider, and whereas this proclamation is presented to Leonard Nimoy to serve as a reminder that although he has passed, he will always be remembered as a v valued constituent dedicated to both the arts and his community. Now, therefore, I, Martin J. Walsh, Mayor of the City of Boston, do hereby proclaim March 26, 2021, Larry Nemo Day in the City of Boston. I encourage all Bostonian to, re to recognize Larry Nemo's commitment and dedication to the arts and the lasting impact that he has left on the community, unquote. High honors for uh, Leonard Nemoy. I'm sure he would appreciate that, you know, had he still, had he still be with us. I think that's uh, great. Let's go on to the geek news. Lou Ottens has passed away, although you've never heard of him. All of us my age and older have been touched in one way or the other by his inventions. Lou was the Dutch engineer who invented the cassette tape. He began work on the audio cassette when he was named head of a pro of new project development for Philips back in the early 60s. He used a pocket-sized block of wood as a guide for the size and shape of the cassette. The cassette tape would go on to sell at least 100 billion units worldwide. He also worked 
on a precursor to the compact disc dubbed ALP or Analog Long Play. Philips unveiled it back in 1979, and by 1982, they produced the first CD player, though CDs wouldn't really take off until the late 80s into the 90s. Sales of CDs peaked at $2.46 billion in the year 2000. Lou Audens was 94 years old. Hulu has picked up the U.S. rights to the Miramax and 6th and Idaho sci-fi thriller Mother Slash Android, starring Chloe Grace Moritz. The film is set in the near future and follows Maritz's Georgia and her boyfriend Sam, played by Algie Smith, on a hard journey to escape as their country is caught in an unexpected war with artificial intelligence. With Georgia's child only days away, they must face a no-man's land in hope of reaching safety before she gives birth. Matt Mason Tomlin, the director of the movie and writer, said, quote, This film is a labor of love, and I couldn't be happier that in these extremely strange times, Mother Slash Android will be handled by a partner who truly cares. I feel extremely lucky to bring Hulu, uh, have Hulu bring the film to audiences later this year, unquote. The streamer will premiere on Hulu, as I said, later this year. HBO is working on three more Game of Thrones spinoffs. One, titled Nine Voyages, follows Lord Carlos Verleon, aka the Sea Snake, the Lord of the Tides, and the House of uh, the head, head of House Velaryon. The second, called Ten Thousand Ships, revolves around the warrior queen Princess Nymeria and revered an- a revered ancestor of House Martell, who founded the Kingdom of Dorne. She became so legendary in the realm that two characters bore her name in the original series, Sand Snake in the Mirror of Sand and Arya's Direwolf. Her story is set roughly a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones, making it much older than the Westeros timeline than any other previously announced projects in the work. Now, HBO shot a prequel pilot in 2019 set even further back during the Age of Heroes, but that never made the series. And finally, the third will be based on in the King's Landing slum of Flea Bottom, where characters like Davos Seaworth and, Gen- and Gendry Barathon were born. George R.R. R. Martin's Wild Card series is moving from Hulu to Peacock. The book follows the release of an alien pathogen over Manhattan in 1946 that mutates its survivors, some are grand superpowers, while the majority are just left deformed. The series has been development at Hulu since 2018. Tenet is headed to HBO Max on May 1st. The movie was the first to be sent to theaters during the pandemic and unfortunately didn't do as well as, it, as they'd hoped. And finally tonight, Cliff Simon, who played villain Baal on Stargate SG-1 and Stargate Continuum, has passed away at the age of 58. The announcement of his death came from his wife on Facebook. She posted, quote, It is with unimaginable heartbreak that I am sharing with you that my beloved husband, Cliff Simon, passed away at 12.30 p.m. on Tuesday, March 9, 2021. He was at Topanga Beach, California, and sadly passed away after a tragic kiteboarding accident. He was known to most of you as this on this page as a villain you love to hate, Baal from Stargate SG-1. But as as he said, acting is what I do. It's only a part of who I am. And he was so much more. A true original, an adventurer, a sailor, swimmer, dancer, actor, author. 
There is a gaping hole where he once stood on this earth. He was loved by too many to mention and had a great impact on so many lives. He was an amazing and much loved brother, uncle, nephew, cousin, and friend. Unquote. Now, best known for his Stargate role, the actor also made appearances on 24, Nash Bridges, NCIS, Los Angeles, NCIS, New Orleans, and Castle. And that will bring us to the end of the sci-fi news for another uh, edition. Now, please check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute some money, check out the show notes, visit the Tee Public store, and so much more, head on over to our website, multiversetonight.com. I'm uh, going to work on some blogs sooner or later, so we'll ha also have some blogs up there as well. Now, if you're a subscriber, please be sure to share with your friends, and if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to subscribe or follow. Uh, if you would like to leave us with some feedback and let us know how we're doing, uh, that would be super as well. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Now, thanks for watching the sci-fi edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in two days with a, in a couple days with an all-new comic book edition and in a couple of weeks with a brand new sci-fi edition. Now, please exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.